0: What's up, everybody? I'm Danielle.
1: And I'm Rob.
0: Welcome to Streamiverse, a 10-minute podcast rooted entirely in spite.
1: We used to be a podcast about Quibi, but they sent us a cease and desist. So now we talk about everything in streams.
0: Quibi's not the only game in town, honey. We're all stuck at home for the foreseeable future, so let's watch some trash together.
1: Here's what's going on today in the Streamiverse. All right, so last week we had a revelation. A new show was released on Quibi, and it's not a new show. It's an old show bought, brought back from the grave that a lot of people in our generation, millennials, uh, are well aware of. What Can you tell me what that show is, Danielle?
0: It's called Reno 911, and was actually interesting for me personally is even though I love all of the people involved with Reno 911 and I love the company they keep, you know, I was a huge Stella fan. I love Wet Hot American Summer, all of that. I actually never watched Reno 911 when it was on TV.
1: Did you? I very, very barely watched it, but I was very aware of it.
0: Yeah, I was super aware. It's just for whatever reason, I never like took the time to actually give it a watch But we know like the people involved are some of the funniest people and have great careers. I mean, if you asked me any point in my life what my dream career is, it would be Thomas Lennon's because he gets to write like huge billion movies that go to gross billions of dollars. And he gets to act in like funny, goofy things like this where he plays crazy characters. Yeah. So obviously I'm a big fan of them and I love them. But then again, this show's on Quibi, so it could have gone either way. However, right. we both watched it. You watched it first, mm-hmm. and you were like, it's great. You got to check it I out. I texted you. Yeah. I was like,
1: this works. <laughs>
0: yeah. And so I watched it, and within, truly, it's like the complete opposite of watching a Most Dangerous Game or a Chrissy's Court yeah. on Quibi, where within 30 seconds, I was like, yes.
1: Yes, you knew right away, right? Correct.
0: Like, this is correct. Yeah. This is... I still wish it I could watch so it. It so much sense. Yes. I, I, I still wish I could watch it on my TV as opposed to just on my phone, but it mm-hmm. wasn't, like, a chore to get through.
1: Yeah. It was, like, Reno 911 is, like, a, a fever dream of comedy. Like, it's so... Mm-hmm. You don't need the backstory. You don't need to know what happened in the last episode. You don't need context. All you need to know is... These are ridiculous cops that look ridiculous, and this show is a giant joke, and it's just laugh out loud. Like you're getting punched in the face with with comedy because uh, it's all happening at the same time, and it all just makes sense. Like there's shows that you know lend themselves to shorter form, and comedy happens to be one of those. But Reno Nine One One takes particular advantage of it. Uh, with the way that it jumps around from scene to scene there's like you're not following a specific timeline you're just kind of like it's just kind of this transient like stream of conscious funny that like it's non-committal like you don't need to commit to watching it but you can just like have it there and you're just laughing your ass off like i watched it while i was eating lunch you know the other day and i was just so happy that yes. like they figured it out you exactly
0: know? it was like breathing a sigh of relief mm-hmm. and what's interesting and we touched on this on the last episode when we talked about Quibi's finances is Quibi's whole thing well one of their big selling points was like we have two billion dollars and we've got the cream of the crop talent we've got A-listers begging to make Quibi shows <laughs> and yeah. so obviously yeah that gets people's attention that gets you written about in friggin like the Hollywood Reporter or whatever but Further down, like not every show is going to star who, you know, um, I'm trying to think of a, like Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Not every show is going to star Kevin Hart. Yeah. Some of some of the shows you need to pa- pad a platform that has no existing IP is going to be like the cheaper to produce shows. Yeah. And I'm guessing that Reno was a cheaper to produce show. I'm guessing it was one of those ones, like Agua Donkeys, that was more of an afterthought. No offense. Mm -hmm. Like, we talked to him. No offense. But you got to know, like, in the realm of stars in bullshit Hollywood, there are the A-listers and then there are the people who it's like, you know, they'll do good work, but they're not your main selling point. And what's interesting about Quibi is... I actually think the ones that they thought weren't the ones like, oh, we don't need to send them to Regis and Kelly. I know that's not the show anymore. You know, we don't need to send them to Fallon. Like, they're just sort of like there to pad the content. Those are actually the shows that are working the most. Yeah. That like, even if you've never seen Reno 911 before, like I haven't, it's still something where when I come across it on Quibi, I'm like, this is fun. This is what I want to be watching. If I'm not watching TikTok, I'd watch an episode of this.
1: Yeah. And I would say Reno 911 arguably works better as a Quibi than an actual full length show.
0: Totally. From
1: from what I've seen because I would, and that's maybe why we never really got into it when it was an actual show because there's only so much like jumping around and like this high energy, like ridiculousness that you can watch for a period of time. Yeah. It's hard to
0: sustain.
1: Know? Yeah. And, like, I think this is what Quibi should be designing their shows for, which is, like, lack of attention, you know? Exactly.
0: Like, I see so many tweets that are like, oh, my gosh, Quibi's content is only 10 minutes. How short do they think our attention spans are? They don't know how long 10 minutes can feel. Yeah. 10 minutes can feel, like, forever. Mm -hmm. And, like, I just hope that Quibi is learning that, yeah, you can go spend... $50 Fifty million dollars on Chrissy's Court or Fierce Queens with Reese Witherspoon or Die Hard, where like those stars are just there to cash their check, or you could spend a little bit, uh, like or probably a lot less, on shows like Reno 911, where every single person on Reno 911 was bringing their fucking a game. Yeah, it was were. like like. And we 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 struggle back and forth with, like, Quibi taking itself too seriously. And then, like, a total joke, like Chrissy's Court. But, th- like, they, the cast and writers and crew and everyone of Reno one- 911 clearly took this as, like, this is a job. We're bringing our A game. We're going to make this just as good as if it was on TV. And, like, still it was fun. It wasn't, yeah. like, self-serious. I know that's harder to yeah. pull off with a drama, but... It was just like so refreshing.
1: Right. And you know, just like you're saying, like we're like we're hoping that they're realizing at Quibi that like you it's not about how much money you spend on the big names. What we've learned from every other streaming service and every movie in history is that content is king and no matter how much they want to boast that turnstile and all this stuff is revolutionary, what's gonna get people to stay once they get to Quibi. Is a good ass show like Reno 911.
0: Exactly.
1: I will, I will, I'm saying it right here. I mm-hmm. will pay for Quibi to watch Reno Quibbies. Mm hmm. Okay. That is a big, that's a big deal for me to say.
0: <laughs> Rob is like getting flushed. He's like realizing get, something new in himself.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> Um. so yeah, like, you know, it's not about having $2 billion and then spending money on all these huge names. Which, you know, when we look at it, Quibi's strategy is was clearly like, nobody knows what the fuck we are. Let's get the biggest names possible, get as much brand awareness as possible, get them on the platform, and then start rolling out hits. Now is the time for Quibi to start rolling out hits like Reno nine one one. You've got people's attention, you have got them to subscribe on the ninety day free trial, give them what they want now because they're gonna if they watch Chrissy Court, they're gonna leave.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, th- you're saying so many interesting things that I'm trying to like pin them down. So like they were coming at it from such a Hollywood point of view. And hopefully they're realizing that they need to come at this from an Internet point of view, from yeah. an app point of view, which is like yes. I watch TikToks for hours and they don't have any celebrities in them. I couldn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. All I care about is did that TikTok make me laugh, cringe, cringe? cry and and they really run the gamut like they have everything and that's all I care about for Quibi too obviously if it has a huge star that I'm interested in or a great director yeah that'll get my attention and that it did that's why I started this podcast (laughs) but it only takes you so far and that's why like post-launch we're in a post-launch world sis you had your opportunity Now you have to just and you got people's attention with those bold face names. But now it's time to really bring it with the content. You can't just let these A-listers come in like absolutely like walk through the paces without actually caring just to, you know, put some money towards their summer house. And like give it to people like Reno 911 who are going to bring the A-game.
1: Yeah. And so like strategy wise, you know. The so the flop of Qu- the 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 launch of Quibi, I called it a flop right away. <laughs> <laughs> um, the launch of Quibi, we felt was a flop. Right, yes. we we launched in. They had these huge big bets on this new form of storytelling, and there's these dramas on there, and there's all these are like radical new experiences for people. And in the tech world, you see tech companies come in and they'll introduce features by dog fooding it to people, which means They'll give a little bit of a test to a certain amount of users, and they'll gradually work you up to using the app in the way they want you to use it. Quibi needs to think about this as a tech platform. They are a tech platform. Give people a little bit more of what's going to actually work on the platform first and then work your way up to the most dangerous game. Right. Work your way totally. up to these drama shows. You know, get people on there, give them the smash hits that they want, get them addicted, and then you can start to introduce these new new formats that are a little bit more of like a big bet and a little bit out of people's comfort zones and they can adapt to that new content. If you hit them right away with all this crazy shit that they're not used to, they're going to have change aversion and they're going to like be like what the fuck and not understand it and not be ready for it and it's going to be a total shock and it might drive them away you know so if we could ref- if we could flip the launch and do it differently oh shoot we ran out of time
0: but don't worry we'll be back every weekday for the rest of your lives
1: to see how this conversation ends tune in next time on streamiverse
0: and don't forget to rate subscribe and share with your favorite stream millionaires
1: see you in the Streamy.